When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, 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 Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. In America, episode 50. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Kaplan, Michael Ira Kaplan. The full thing for the, the 50 episodes. <laughs> you can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America. We made it to 50. I made it to 223 followers last I checked. Hey. Thank you, everybody. All right. On the pod today, we have Monroe Martin, comedian Monroe Martin, world touring comedian Monroe Martin. You know him from Last Comic Standing. He was a big, uh, I think he was a, he was a finalist in Last Comic Standing. He's been on Master of None with Aziz Ansari. He also is a big Eagles fan. He's a big Philadelphia Eagles yeah. fan. He's a friend of Weber. He's a friend of ours. I've toured China with him. But we're going to talk to him today amongst all those things. Also, he grew up in foster care. Oh, okay. We've never had anyone. I don't think. Well, we've never Bob. <laughs> yes, every guest. Grew up as a foster child. I know he talks about it in his act. It's hilarious. He's going to come in, explain to us what it is here. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what foster care is compared to adoption. I don't even yeah, know. It's, it, yeah, yeah, no one knows. I mean, he might know. Uh, but then I, I looked it up what, what they do in China with that, too. So we're going to go back and forth. All right. Out. And I hope you told him to bring wear an Eagles jersey since he's a big fan because Ikram's mulling around here. Ikram might want to buy one off him. <laughs> sure. He might give we'll him two see. grand. Who knows? Yeah. So, first of all, I have and bad news. Before we get to anything. Yeah, we have some news, right? It took me 50 episodes. I don't think I'm Chinese anymore. How how do you, did the DNA test come Not, in? Nothing to do with DNA I, tests. This is, I went out last night for the first time. Yeah, and I, my wife and I went um, with a friend to go get Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And we went to a super uh, authentic place called Hunan House. Hunan House. I would shout out, but just hold on. <laughs> Uh, Very authentic sounding. So we go there. It is. It's like Hunan is like this uh, part of China where all the super spicy food comes from. Right. 
And so we go there. I'm all pumped up. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite foods in China. I'm going to go there. I'm going to eat. I go. I eat. Everything's great. We get spicy beans, spicy uh, fish, spicy tofu. And all your this. wife vouches for it. This place is authentic. 100% authentic. Okay. Yeah, it was expensive, but authentic. Like the, the, the fortune cookies were written in the only no, no fortune cookies. <laughs> oh, okay. And the only thing I wasn't happy about, they had, uh, the beer was cold. I was like, come on, you got to have warm beer if oh. it's China. <laughs> Chinese, they don't have cold beer. No, <laughs> not, they do in the summer, not in the winter. Oh. And the floors weren't slippery enough. Right. Two, Floor, two problems. <laughs> floors are, and no one was smoking inside. No one uh. was smoking inside. Other than that, it, the food is authentic. So I have it. I love it. I'm, I've been missing it for a whole year. I go home. I go to sleep. Four in the morning this morning. I wake up. Puke it all out. Oh, man. I'm not Chinese anymore. You can't anymore. handle it. You're, you're, uh... My body couldn't. It, and when I puke, it was all. I don't want to gross out the listener. <laughs> Please. Okay. But if it was like a, one giant chili pepper just came up my throat. And uh, out my mouth. Oh, so you eat the show. You're supposed to eat those peppers. Like uh, yeah, lots you of just peppers eat everything. Oh, I didn't. Know. I thought you like eat around them. They're like well, no. Okay, the red peppers yeah. you eat around, but these were like green green beans that oh. were like spicy. I don't know how to explain. It. I, but, the, I think it was the MSG. No, nah, it was you, not the MSG. All right. It was. I've never had this feeling before. Like my throat was on fire when I, my whole body was just completely on fire. So just because it's, it's different, your stomach, your stomach. So it's not a water situation. So they weren't importing Chinese water into this place, or what I'm saying it's is, a, I might still be situation. trying to figure out how to become American, but my stomach's already become. American. So you're the, your stomach, your stomach is done with this podcast. It it's is no longer lost in America. It's an American stomach. Which all gets the 7-Eleven and McDonald's and iced coffees. Can I say one thing? What this? You've been drinking these iced coffees. You've been telling everyone about it. Yeah. I just went to fetch you one. Yeah. It's one of the things I do around here. And they uh, told me they were out of ice. Oh, yeah. No ice. And I said, Mr. Turner Sparks needs ice. Do you know who this man <laughs> is? I said I would wait. They told me two do minutes. Do they know we got to 50 episodes? They, I can't believe a big episode. And they made me wait and wait and wait over 10 minutes. And I, I got all mad at them. And they said, we told you. She said to me, she goes, I told you it was going to be a wait. I was like, you tell me two minutes. This Mr. Sparks is not going to be happy. Mr. Sparks does not wait. It's unbelievable. It's a big difference. Two minutes and ten minute wait. Let me tell you. Who do you think I am, Bob? Come yeah, on, yeah, I'm I, Mr. Sparks. <laughs> well, oh, if it was Bob, I would. Yeah, that would. <laughs> would be another. But yeah, so, so we made it. We made Take it. Take a bow. And, and here's the last question uh, before we get to our uh, Lost in America this week. I, how many are we going to go? Because fifty's big. I've been right. thinking about it. Well, we got to wait till the rest of your body's adjusted. Your stomach's well, there. What about your legs? I'm thinking money. What? Like a hundred, a hundred episodes of syndication. I, you're a TV man. You work in the Hollywood. <laughs> we don't. We don't make any TV shows that have <laughs> been <laughs> successful, at least. Isn't that true? A hundred gets you to syndication. So I feel like we at least got to do a hundred. A hundred. What is syndication podcast world? I don't know, but I'm sure by the time well, we get start there, this on a- you know how they say like the first uh, 150 year old person's already been born. Meaning that it's like a baby, but 150 years from now, they'll have the technology to keep them alive. Same thing Ruby? with podcasting. Maybe the, it's Ruby Kaplan. Maybe Sh- it is. Shout out for 150-year-old. Maybe it is. The first syndicated podcast has already been started. And this is it. This is us. You guys are on the ground floor. Yes. You're going to be seeing reruns of this shit forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, We're, We're going to be on in Japan. Yeah. The locker room talk episodes, like when you see those really early Seinfelds, and you're like, Yeah, you're, so like, you're like Saved by the Bell when yeah. you come home from junior high. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Should we get to... Um, well, I, I think people might ask about the DNA test. Can We, we should fill them in real quick, real update. Well, what's going on? Fill me in. We th- I thought I had a big breakthrough today. I found a we picture. We promised episode right. 50. We, haven't, we lost the paperwork. We didn't get a chance to call Amazon up like we talked about last week. I found an old picture on my phone. I took of the piece of paperwork with the password for your kit that I gave you. Such a convoluted... Yeah. You, so you need a I, password to get I in. I was all excited. I was going to surprise you. I was going to do this on the air. I just tried to log in to get your results. 
and the password doesn't work. I don't know. <laughs> I really? don't know the situation. It doesn't. Technology. We got another. Oh, so God. I guess it's going to be episode 51, maybe. I don't even know but, if we should promise that. Yeah. Let's say episode 100. I mean, we know you're not 100% Chinese now. We've learned that much last night. We're judging so. by my stomach. We know yeah. that. That's that's a little taste of, uh, uh, oh, of yes. who I am. All right. Let's get to Lost in America. Get to it. <laughs> Cap, welcome back, everybody. I'm lost in America this week. Yeah. I'm gonna get straight to it. I'm Mr. Listen, I'm Mr. Environment. Everyone knows everybody. That's how people know me. Yeah, as Mr. Environment, Mr. Mr. Alt Middle Environment. Yes, guy. I'm not in favor of littering. Anyone, have you ever heard that about me? It's false. Are there people in favor of littering? Is that like a? Some... Well, that's what I'm about to get oh, okay. to. There okay. are. Okay. America's so anti-littering, but except apparently, I need you to answer this for me. If you have cigarettes. Like, yeah. I've seen people walking around New York, they, they're smoking a cigarette, and in the middle of Fifth Avenue, you know how Trump can shoot a guy in the middle of Times Square and no one will care? Uh, yeah, Fifth Avenue, I think. Fifth Avenue? <laughs> well, then anybody can throw a cigarette, a piece of trash, on the ground. No one says anything. But if, you, if I was to just take an Arby's bag and throw it on the ground, everyone would be like, whoa, pick it up, pick it up. But you can just have a cigarette, throw it on the ground. No one cares. What, what's going on? Well, if you throw an Arby's bag on the ground, people are, are going to run to like see if there's any scraps because Arby's tastes so good that people want to get to see if there's any leftovers of that little horsey sauce. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is it's a loophole, and I think it's one of the perks to smoking. Is that it? I think people liked in their heart of hearts they like to litter. It's, you feel really bad whenever I litter sometimes. People like to litter. I live in a neighborhood that's like an industrial zone, so we have like no trash that's, cans. Yeah, there so, is something that feels good about littering. You're right. Yeah, so sometimes you just have to like you have like something a straw thing, or you just gotta you gotta do it when no one's looking because like yeah, just throw. If you get on the busted ground. littering. It's really the lowest thing. It's like getting busted like it's like fiddling yourself. I was like, gonna say it's like worse than the Jared Fogle, the subway guy with the porn. I think that's the only thing lower. I think kid like, porn. Kid porn is here. Uh, at the bottom, you're, you're making up for I'm, all of our I, yeah, listeners. Sorry, I forgot. I thought in episode 50 <laughs> we had cameras in the studio. Why is this not being filmed? Get the, your hand is low. My hand is low. Yes. Kitty fiddling's the worst. Kitty fiddling's always the worst. No matter what the, what we're talking about, any subjects. Okay. Kitty fiddling's the worst. And then second worst is littering. Yes. And then above that's like but, uh, murder. But, but unlike kitty fiddling and probably murder, people I think do like to litter because it's just they don't like to carry. You don't want to have trash around you, so they want to. They can't do it. Cigarettes is the exception. So you, Cigarettes is your loophole to let you. Uh, you're yeah. actually what you're doing right now is convincing me to, to smoke, start smoking. smoking. So like, can you it, uh, smoking? I'm assuming is big in China, right? Huge. So what do people do with the cigarette butts there? Well, yeah, they throw it on the ground too. But what I'm saying is, they throw everyone throws everything on the ground. Yeah. People, if if you don't, people throw take a, a bag of trash and throw it in a river. Don't walk a mile to a river just to get it in. If they're not going to push a girl in, they're going to throw yeah, that in. Yeah. So it makes it extra girl. dirty. No way. She doesn't want to fall in the river. Exactly. When I used to live downtown in Suzhou, these people would do that. They would walk to the end of the block. they go way out of their way, past right. like 10 trash cans. As I said, it's fun. This is sort of making the right-wing argument against the environment for you, that in China they're throwing bags of trash in the they river. They do. We're talking about. Back me up on it, listeners. So Okay, yes, yeah, because I don't smoke. I mean, my parents... Would have rather I, I like shoot tar heroin every day than yeah, smoke oh, cigarettes. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I've I've and it drives me crazy because I have kids, and um, I take you don't notice. I don't. I'm surprised you noticed this actually because you don't have kids or a dog. 
That, oh, that I noticed the cigarettes. Yeah, because I only notice tra- I only notice this once. Once you have a dog, and when then once you have kids who crawl around, you notice all the trash on the ground. And you really notice cigarettes because kids pick it up and they're like, it's like a fun little like I'm doing things with my hand again. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun like, game. It's a fun game. I've seen my kids try to eat, basically try to eat a cigarette. They played like sword Why with like not? a cigarette, like Stick it's a, a butter, weapon. Eat a cigarette. It's yeah, all they love playing with trash. All trash. Kids love it. My son played with a Corona bottle cap the other day. He's like, look at this cool cave I found. I'm like, I made a cave, and it was like a cave of bottle caps you found out there. Nice. So. Growing up. Yeah, growing up, New York style. <laughs> so I'm very sensitive to this, and yet I don't know what the right answer is. I did see somewhere that there was a, a recycling program someone had sent out a thing about, and nobody, like, I don't think they've picked up any traction. Re- Recycling's for cig- out. For cigarette for cigarette butt recycling program. Oh, like, really? Not like That's recycling. I think out. like a collection thing, like somewhere, but like, I don't think anyone uses those, right? You know what? It's good. The only way you can do anything with this is if somebody like makes a sculpture out of it, you know, and puts it in like Times Square or something. Some like cigarette butt sculpture <laughs> yes. that like raises awareness. Oh, and, ooh, billion dollar, billion dollar idea. Because <laughs> we could probably do this, and this is the kind of stuff that you would get a grant from the city to do. Yeah. You know, they give you 10 mil, you make the cigarette butt sculpture for like 20 bucks, and you pocket the 9.9 mil. Fraud is what you're saying. Yeah, baby. Oh, I feel like it's a little Trump style. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Let's, let's get on that billion dollar idea. Ents is <laughs> an app. Ents is an app. You can get it in the app store. You can get it wherever apps are found. They're free. These this app's free, and it's up to five minute recordings. But people are it's branching out now. People are using it for everything. People ints us questions for the podcast. We will play them on the podcast. Uh, Ikram, the boys upstairs, they've taught us mm. how to do it. We got the technology down now. We'll play your question on the podcast. We've had people uh, already writing in from England, from across the pond, saying mm. they want to te- they want to help you uh, be a be a football coach, yeah, a soccer coach. Yeah, we we we're, we're the season's underway. We'll get to that next week, but we're gonna look for some tips so on ends, please. That's Gary. Send me some Gary ends us. Ends me some drills to run with the when the lads. There we go on the pitch. That's it. All right, get ends in the app store. Let's get to let's get to our guest. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast. We're back. Yeah. Sorry, I got trail mix. I was looking for my Eating water. a little trail mix. Where the has my water? I have a water. Uh-oh. Your water. water. Right there. Oh. That's uh Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was an off-brand trail mix, so I'm out there going to sponsor. Are you bringing your own sponsor to the show? Yeah. yeah we have our guests. Bring potential sponsors. That's a good move as a guest. Yeah. Bring Just to come sponsor. in with sponsors. Yeah, you could be a sponsor guest. Show. That's a new idea. Mm-hmm. That money comes directly to me, not yeah. to this podcast. Everything you do. I can't name them though, but they pay me to do this. I podcast. had this idea that like sport. We were just talking sports off the air, and I that uh, players like if you're like an average NBA player, NFL player, but average, mm-hmm. like you're never gonna get Gatorade. Yeah. But if you just change your name to Gatorade, or like Nike, or you could put like Bonobos. I don't think you can do that legally. What, you can. Ron Artest. Ron Artest <laughs> became Meta World Peace. Right. He got World Peace yeah. on the back of his jersey. Wait, but that's a. Is that a company? I thought that was right, just something he wanted. No, that's not a company. See, it's not copyrighted. World Peace is not copyrighted. Uh, what I'm All saying right. is you could go really local. You could mm-hmm. get, like, 
<laughs> I don't know, like the, some deli in your neighborhood. Sam's Rib Shack. Yeah, and be Sam's like, pay me a hundred bucks a week, and I'll put your my name, name on my back. They do, but people do that. Uh, if it's they your do name. that, but they don't do it with their name. They do it in commercials. Like you'll see, like a baseball player who you're like, this guy doesn't play, and they'll be like, we got Reggie Fuckface here, yeah. and he's telling you to come on down to Sam's Cadillac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if he just changed his name to Sam's Cadillac, and then even if he sucks, but if he's on mm-hmm. on ESPN that night. Yeah. They're like, uh, Reggie Miller had 10 points, uh, Byron Scott, 7 points, and Sam's Cadillac, 3 points. Uh, yeah. They just would keep saying it. Do you think they would say it, or do you think, think they would have to stay away from it? Chad Ochocinco. They had to say it. But that's yeah, another first thing. first, they try not to, I remember. But Ochocinco was just his jersey number, right? Right. I'm just saying, I might do that. We'll, like, we'll talk to our lawyer about the yeah. copyright situation. That'll be, whenever I, whenever I get my first comedy special, I'm mm-hmm. just straight up changing my name. What are you going to change it to? Whatever company pays me the most. Right. Oh, Turner Netflix. Funny. And then I'll just Turner <laughs> Netflix. I'll change it every time, every special. The Turner Cable. Yeah. He didn't even have to. No, yeah, no, he do it on TNT. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. You don't have to change it. <laughs> so yeah, we I'm uh, we did the uh, tour. We toured China a few years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? That was uh, 2016 or 15. 15. Uh, probably 15, right? Right before I, mean, I moved out here. here. That was like yeah, one of my yeah, last actually, tours. You've only been here for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So 2000, beginning of 2016. Okay, because yeah. it was right before yeah, I came. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, I didn't believe it was going to come out, though. Everybody says that shit. Oh, yeah. Everybody I meet go, I'm moving. Yeah, yeah. See you, see you out there. And I never I see mean, him. Well, I'm so Chinese. How could he possibly? I didn't and have... then you moved. And I was like, holy shit, he meant Yeah, it. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> they took my business away. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Really? The doing... ice cream trucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to the Mr. Softy, yeah. The comedy Dude, club's still there. You were killing the game. Why? Yeah. You should write a movie about a show about your your reign as the Mr. Softy King. I'm in writing China. a book about it now. Uh-huh. Just bring it straight to movie. Bring it straight we'll to movie. It, yeah. Get on yeah. there. <laughs> All right, Cap, we're writing a movie. Yeah. I don't know how to write a movie, but I think like page one, you I, put your name. I, you get final yeah. draft. And then you get final draft. And you start typing. And then you're good. You say hi. I say hello. Someone says hello. Yeah. <laughs> it was the summer of 2012, That's and the it. streets in China were flooded with ice cream. Yeah. You can literally yeah, just do the Goodfellas. I'll watch Goodfellas. Yes. Yeah. Like re- repurpose. Yeah, yeah, okay. Change right. that line to that. Yeah. And you're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm with nice you. I'm behind now. you. If you really want to write that, I would help. Every time we have a guest, if they want to, they can write a page. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a good idea. That's yeah. what we got to this, one yeah, this this film was written by, and then it's like seventeen hundred mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I just want coats. a fight scene. I just want a car chase and a fight scene, and there's ice cream. An ice cream trucks everywhere. chase is best. Yes, we can get that. And the music is like the music playing during the chase. Yeah, kids are running after you. People crowdfund money to write a script. Yeah, nobody's ever just crowdfunded the script. Mm. I don't want you to give me money. I want you to write a page. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. I, I think you should do that. That'll be dope. Yeah. Everybody has to write a page. <laughs> That'll be brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So then you're doing stand up everywhere now. But here's what yeah. I wanted to talk about is right. uh, foster care. You grew up mm-hmm. in foster care. You talked yes. about it on stage. Yes. It's hilarious mm-hmm. how <laughs> you talk about it hilarious. on stage. Damn right. It better be hilarious. I'm like, I can't be up there making everybody sad. So what was? Uh, you, that's uh, actually the process how, of doing that type of material. People get sad, and then you gotta go and right, just just keep tweaking it. Tweaking I've seen it, you do. Oh yeah, it. the first time you try it. Yeah, you gotta be like, all right, and got it. You gotta <laughs> get them sad. out of their own guilt. 
Right. Once they're out of their own guilt, you can make them laugh at anything. It wants the yeah. The first time, it's always like ah, like you uh, want to get away from the ah. Yeah. Right. No, you can use the ahs. There's always like an ah, but you can change that ah to because when they say ah, they're like. Yeah, I feel sorry, but what the fuck is funny about that? <laughs> and then once you hit him with the funny, it was like, I don't give a fuck about his childhood. Let's laugh. And then that's what it is. What percentage of people don't know what foster care is? Because I, Cap and I were talking about it. I, I don't mean, even know the percentage. I don't think they do a census of that. They were no, like, no, no, who I, doesn't know what the fuck it is? You would know, but by well, doing what, it on stage every Well, the difference between foster and adoption is, is foster's... People get those two confused. Yeah, People all... I, I do get that. When you say foster care, they're like, oh, I know what that is. That's adoption and orphans and shit. And then you're like, no, orphans and all that stuff is a more a long-term thing. And then foster care is very temporary. It's actually just a temporary solution for until they are like either reconnect you with a, a family member or uh, you get adopted by somebody. And in the most of cases, uh, people just end up floating through the system, never getting either or. Is it but like, can you lead to long term? Like, if, like, I remember my wife wanted to uh, foster a uh, puppy once, a dog, rescue. I was like, he hit me with the. <laughs> my wife uh, wanted to foster a puppy. <laughs> Does she want to foster a dog? Because they're more cuter. And I was like, we're not <laughs> doing that because you're going to. being back in America. Because you're going to fall in love with this dog. We're going to keep it forever. I know that. So I don't know. Does that happen with people? Or well, you got to adopt it. And that happens. People. People either they become foster parents, and then what happens is uh, sometimes they'll fight to adopt that kid if the parent if the parent wants to give up his rights. But if the parent doesn't want to give up the rights, they usually are just in the system until they until the parent gets their shit together. Wait, oh, so it's like. It's like, it's let me situation. borrow your kid until you stop so fucking up. Oh. It's like a timeout. It's like a, it's, it's, get a timeout. it's supposed to be like, what is it? Negative reinforcement? That's when you take something away? Yes. So it's like negative reinforcement. It's like, you're doing drugs and being negligent. I'm going to remove your child oh. from you until you decide to get your shit together. And then most of them don't get their shit together. Okay. Is, but I'm going to smoke more crack. Now that I don't, gotta, <laughs> now that I don't have to worry about a baby. I'm <laughs> saying if I want to get out of my, if I want my kids to be taken away <laughs> from me for like two years so I yeah. get a time out from them, yeah. I could like start smoking crack. Start smoking crack. Start being negligent. Ooh. And then they'll be like, Randy. good, my kids are gone. <laughs> now I can really do it. I didn't even know it was that because okay, so no. basically, adoption is like you give up your kid. Adoption is you care. give up your kid because you know that you're an unfit parent, and usually in foster care, the state forces you to do it. Like usually, what happens is uh, somebody is alerted. Either somebody at a school is alerted, or somebody in the neighborhood, and then they tell they they'll call child services, and child services will come in. They'll evaluate the situation. And then they'll remove the kid if they figure that if they find that it's unfit. And then I'll put the parents in these programs. Like if the parent is homeless, some which is most of the cases, they'll uh, try to provide housing first. And then if they can't provide housing, they put the kids in foster care, and then you'll stay in the shelter. And then they'll put you on like a work ready program and stuff like that. So they're always trying to help, but there's always get lost in translation. It always gets lost in somewhere in that process. And how does it get lost? It gets lost because either what happens is you get uh, you get a shitty social worker who doesn't do their job all the way. You either get foster parents who are um, unfit. They're also abusive. They're not they're not really up to par. So they end up you know scarring a kid and then stuff like that. Usually in the movies, that's how it is. Yeah, <laughs> or like the like. 
sometimes the the parent will come back into life and then get the kid and then fuck up again. Then the kid goes back and it's like a, a whole thing. Like I was in it for a while. I bounced around a lot, so I got to experience the other part, the longer the part. Yeah. How old were you when you went in it? I believe I went in at seven. Oh, seven. Seven okay. years old, yeah. You, in, you grew up in Philly? or Grew up in Philadelphia. You from Philly, right? Yeah, well, I'm from Allentown. I know where Allentown yeah, yeah. is. Y'all got Dorney Park. Yes. that's yeah. Foster parents take you there? They yeah, there. yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I've been to Dorney Park yeah. a and bunch it, of that's times. That's our claim to fame. What yeah. is Dorney Park? It's an amusement park, big amusement park. It's an amusement park, but somehow their mascots are the Peanuts characters. Yeah, and no, and I, <laughs> it's like, weird. It's and like watch Charlie and, Brown, and, and it's they like pay they for signed that? like a lo- like a lifetime deal, I guess, because like they've had them forever, and I take my kids there now, and they don't even know who they are. Yeah, and they still kind of like they get scared of like some of the characters, but then they sort of like Snoopy. They all but, know who Snoopy is. They, they know who Baron is. They don't know uh, his name. They just think it's like a dog. Yeah, they're and like, a, oh, oh the really? Bird. Like, yeah. Like, where would they? Why would a kid today know what Charlie Brown is? It's like, yeah. is it not on TV anymore? Charlie Brown. They still do the Christmas specials once in a while, but that's more for adults. Yeah. Love that stuff. Kids don't yeah. care. So they really need to get there. They used to have the Berenstein Bears back in the day at Dorney Park. And then they, yes, they, yes. They it was, when I was a kid. And it was the Bear. How old are you? I'm 40. I'm about to be 40. Okay, I'm 30. But I do remember the tail end of Berenstein Bears <laughs> and then... Uh, Big decision. The, the, we're, we're changing to we're up, we're updating it to the Snoopy. Charlie yeah, Brown. we need Snoopy and Charlie Brown. And then Six Flags was always the Tiny Toon characters. Oh yeah, they got a giant dinosaur thing now. You gotta check what it out. What the fuck is they got a they, dinosaur? They, dinosaur and Snoopy don't go together. Not at all. It's not. A, it's they not, have a in they China. Have a, they have a water park too. They yeah. had a dinosaur land in like the town. Every town. Have you noticed like they discovered dinosaurs everywhere? Yeah. Well, I know every town a needs a dinosaur. Tree. I'm starting to think dinosaurs are fake. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we got a dinosaur. This is Lebanon. Yeah. Why the Everybody fuck is there a dinosaur? Yeah. And like, yeah, in China, I know. I've read the dinosaur books to Teddy, and they found a lot of bones in dinosaurs. In yeah. And so then, in one of those towns, they just made this whole like amusement park. And like, off a dinosaur. But bone? is it with yeah. like those like those di- <laughs> the is it with the dinosaurs that make noise, like the ones that are like robotic, like yeah, it's some yeah. big stupid yeah. robot like paper mache. Yeah, they terrify thing. all the little kids, and yet you Man. bring the little kids there. You got to feel like a shitty place if you don't have any dinosaur remains. <laughs> yeah, like why yeah, but everybody got dinosaurs. Even, the Even dinosaurs New Jersey, were too good for you to yeah. live there. Yeah, the dinosaurs, like oh, they just didn't die. Like, we're not they staying in Cleveland. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Detroit. If LeBron left, <laughs> so what I did, I was interested because what we do on this podcast is we look at uh, difference. If we could compare something in America to how it works in China or abroad mm-hmm. or whatever. So I looked up what the I did research on uh, foster care in China. You did research. I didn't do no research. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that? I mean, there should be plenty of foster care in China. It's a billion. Yeah, a lot of people. There's not a lot, a lot actually. There's so not a lot of people well, anymore. Only allowed to have one kid. No, each. there's still a lot of people. You're only allowed one. to have one child. It's easier to be a good parent. I mean, you're you know, only allowed <laughs> to have one child. I thought it was two now. It's now it's two. Right, it's yeah. recently become uh, two. But yeah. also, so many of the kids that get put up for adoption. Either get picked up by like Americans, mm. everyone adopts girls, you know, or now Chinese people who can't that. have kids. Season three, I'm doing are that. adopting Chinese kids. Oh wow! You know? Okay. And so there's actually uh, this is like from a couple years ago, but it said there's only thirty thousand foster care kids in China. That is not a lot. In a at country all. of a billion, or a country yeah. of one point five billion, or whatever. That's a that's one percent. That's three percent. No, that's right? like a point zero zero. <laughs> We don't do math on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, because 300,000. 
Yeah, oh, I have some no shit, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tiny yeah. amount. 1.5 million. You know anybody when you were like you don't know when he was there? I don't know anybody, but here's what I want. So I also figured out what the rules are. The government like regulates it pretty well. I want to yeah. see how this relates to America. Mm-hmm. So it says um, there can be no more than two foster care children in one home. Never. That'll never happen in uh, in America. That's how some people make their money. How? There are people oh, with vans. There are foster parents with vans of kids. There are church. There are people <laughs> who are well, no seriously. Can. There are freaking church pastors and families who just get foster kids and they get. They got like twelve foster kids because they get money who off. Who pays of them, them the money? The the, the wait, state does. The state pays you money. You uh, get paid money to, take to have a kid, a kid? like for their expenses. You get, kind yeah, of? you get, but you get the, you get an actual paycheck and then you get a job. A, uh, you get a stipend for the kid. So you get a stipend to cover with your expenses that you like food and all that stuff. You get welfare. But is, it, is, is that sure, enough to you pay do for? This. Wait, is that enough to pay for the kid, and you still can make money off of it, off the side? Well, well what happens is right? if you have a lot of them, but even some people, it don't matter. Like they're taking that stipend and spending it on themselves, and then giving the kid hand me downs. That's so true with like the church pastors, because mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's churches that we think of churches as like this a big church, yeah. But then there's some churches that it's just like in the back of like the the AMPM or like the. And uh, then they got big ass vans of like they got like a whole team. They got twenty <sighs> foster kids, and they getting that guap. It's such a scam. <laughs> Why didn't I do this? What? Mm-hmm. And then fostering dogs. Mm-hmm. And the state doesn't give any money for fostering a multi poo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you? When you're how many foster? Uh, I've never been in a, a foster home where there was more than like. I think the max was probably like three or four, but uh, I've seen places and been to places like visited. Where people had like multiple kids, but usually, if I was in a foster home, it was uh me, maybe somebody else, and they got another person, and it was like a single parent mom who had like a her own kids and stuff. I've been in a house where they had multiple kids, but the max they ever had was like maybe like three or four. I think you can be a single foster. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And that's do you the get thing. More money? Uh, or do you, I don't. There's more not. Work if there's oh, money. you mean if you're a single parent? Yeah, you can be a single parent. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if that's that seems if that factors in there. there same sex foster. But they allow you to that? do it, right? Yeah, I think now certain places may do same sex fostering, but it all like a it all depends on state, where you're right? at. Yeah, yeah, the state. That's certain the places that be like, nope, <laughs> not at all. All right, what? Because they do same sex adoption. Yeah, yeah. Can you be a single parent and adopt? Yeah, you can be a single parent. There's a lot of people that. fighting for that. Yeah? Fighting yeah. for single parent adoption rights. Actually, wait a second. I have a friend who did. Yeah, she, yeah. My, my friend's mom. My friend's adopted. Her and her sister adopted, and yeah. it's just a mom. Shout out. But I feel yeah. like just a dad might be a little harder yeah, than no, just a mom. Yeah, uh, yeah, I they think might be they, like, eh. I think the government, especially like, if you have a van. Mm, yeah, you got a van. <laughs> Full of kids. They're like, you're trying to import something. Mine, stupid. Yeah. Man. You definitely have to dress right for that interview. Man. Okay, you want the next rule they have? Yeah, next rule, please. Okay, um, the homes must have no children of their own under the age of six. Nope, that doesn't work over here. I've been in uh, places where they had newborns. 
Wow. Why do you I live with a pastor? Like, was he a pastor? I don't know if he was a pastor, but I think he was like a deacon, and he played uh, the the bass for they the church. Play guitar. I don't know. They what always a, play what's like a some guitar. What is that? A deacon is like the the. You watch Game of Thrones? It's like no. a pastor with a. Beard. You don't watch Game of Thrones? No, I have to be contrary. Oh, okay, so because if I just said Game of Thrones and you say yeah, I'm like the hand of the king or the queen. Our so audience that, probably does. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the deacon is the the hand of the pastor. So he's like the pastor's right hand dude, and if the oh. pastor says some shit, he'd be like, "Yup, amen." Oh, that's like you with Bo- you're, you're Bob's deacon. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know they try to keep all the scandals under the carpet. They even make sure that oh. yeah, that's, yeah. They're no the, comment. Blue shirt is our deacon. <laughs> they're the Kevin Love to the team's LeBron. They know oh, where the right. bodies Kevin are buried. Yeah, the Kevin Love. Yeah, they make, they make everything go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So and then you played bass. And then he played bass, but he had uh, uh, like a two-year-old, and then he had a newborn, and then it was me, and then I think they got one more kid. I believe they have a two-year-old and a newborn. Like that's not enough of a challenge. You got to like seriously. And how old are you? Were they brought at this point? Mm, I was still in high school. Oh, so maybe they thought you could be like be a babysitter or something. I wasn't babysitting <laughs> no damn kids. I was always at the house. I couldn't wait to escape. Yeah. I was always at the house. Like, even on shitty days, it'd be pouring down, raining. Where you go, I'll be back. And I would leave at like eight o'clock and then come back home at like 10 at night. Wow. Who's going to hang out with a baby and a two year old? Yeah. You you were learning bass from the deacon? (laughs) I I was out, man. He was a shitty dude. Oh, man. Yeah. How long were you there? I was there maybe like a year and a half. Because I think I started high school there. So if I'm not mistaken, I – did I start high school there? Yeah. I started high school there. So I did ninth grade to tenth grade, and then I moved somewhere else. Like ninth grade and then tenth grade. And then the uh, summer of tenth grade, I'm going to move somewhere else. You know what it might be? Do these seem like good ideas to you? These ones have gone. I don't know. Uh, I, I, There's a couple more. I think they're yeah. I think they're actually setting it up for uh, kids to be in a comfortable, a comfortable living situation yeah. where it won't be overbearing and they won't get pushed to the side. Where in America they be like, hey, you got an extra space in your house? It don't even have to be a room. It can be a nook. Yeah. And they're like, we take that. We'll give you it. And it's real okay. Is it, do you know more security people... checks and all the stuff go into adopting a pet than it does to be a foster parent? It is so much harder to adopt an animal. Like the paperwork to get to adopt a dog is like so much easier. I mean, so much harder than it is to like get a kid. I've seen alcoholics be foster parents. I've seen people with obvious drug addictions. Right. But there's gotta be like some kids. good people too, right? Yeah, no, there's good people in everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those yeah, are less yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's good people in everything, man. All right, two more. You, should, right. you guys should adopt a kid. Foster, that'll help with her uh, yeah, to get the dog walking job. How much, she'll have a, how much do they pay? <laughs> that's some money from the church. Yeah, that'd be good for the pod. Get, I could become a deacon. Get a Chinese kid. Play bass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Are they definitely... I could not see this being a rule in America. Mm. They have the the parents have have to have received at least nine years of formal education. Mm-mm. No. Well, four, nine years does that include like you mean go to eighth grade? What yeah, nine do? years is like oh, yeah, that's actually not a lot. <laughs> yeah, high school. <laughs> yeah. I was like pre K Cal. Where do we start the list? You that means you had to drop out in high school. If you yeah. drop out after ninth grade, you're fine. I mean, most yeah. people in America probably clear that hurdle. All right, but next. I think that was more of like an age thing because. If you're a foster parent, well, back I figure like back in the 
the 90s, even the early 2000s, if you was a foster parent, that means you were well into, like, what, your late 20s, early 30s? So they're like, yeah, back then it was good enough to not go to college. Yeah. Or graduate high school. It was like high school, smite school. Yeah, well, in China as well. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. this guy, like, the older generation didn't go... Like, barely anyone went to college up High until, like, was 90. A, What's yeah. the point of college when you can drop out and make this big foster care bank? I mean, you, get, <laughs> you get 12 kids and yeah. Well, that's what they're trying to yeah. block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's um, like David Stern over there with their uh, age rule, mm-hmm. here's, rules. Here's the last one. Uh, foster parents must have an average income for the area in which they live. For the area. Meaning they figure out what neighborhood you're in, right. you live in. Now, that would be hard to, to do in uh, in America just because... Of uh, like, if you're in a city like New York and Philly, they they don't know the income because it's it's no property tax because you're living in an apartment. Yeah, you know, so they couldn't they oh, wouldn't yeah. be able to do that. That's true. You, like, like I they can't even do that. They try to do that with either. schools, but that's why some schools get shitty funding because what is it called? The area, like whatever the uh, income. Yes. Is from the area that yeah. funds the local schools, so they wouldn't be able to. Yeah, what if, like, you live in an apartment in a neighborhood where it's mostly, like, big houses, Man. but you live in, like, the one apartment complex? You're going to have a lower income than everyone who's in the exactly. houses. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't mean, like, you're a deadbeat. But, yeah, but it, but yeah. you could be, like, broke, and you meet, you'll meet the requirement because, oh, no, the other way around. But I guess yeah. that's different in China because everybody lives in those apartment complexes. Everyone lives in apartments. There's everybody no houses. Lives in apartments. There's no, yeah. like, yeah. And I guess the government knows exactly how much everyone makes or... Because they got their eye on them, they see their checks. <laughs> the other thing is, it's I think it's relatively new this foster yeah. care thing. So probably what they did is they saw what happened in America. And it was they like, studied that it. a little better. Really inspired. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. When, when did you, you go get up out? and down? Just mixture. I went in at seven, got out at like twenty one. I aged out at twenty one. Yeah. Because you get uh, like you actually can aid. You can actually discharge yourself at the. You can you can get emancipated at sixteen. And but you gotta get uh like consent from your foster parents or your biological parents if they're still alive. And then you can discharge yourself at eighteen, but you have the option to stay in if you get like um what's it called? Like supervised independent living where they give you your own apartment. They pay the bill, but the agreement is you gotta maintain a job and uh go to college and you can right. live there until the age of twenty one. That's not and bad. I didn't really want to go to college, but I did it. I just was. I went to a community college and I stretched that shit out. I was yeah. taking, dude. I was taking like two classes a semester and breaking it up. I went to a community college Which, for like three years. What school? Uh, community College of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to go. I was just like. And you were doing comedy. Two here, two here. No, I didn't start doing comedy until late. I didn't start doing comedy until like twenty-two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And did you have your your biological parents? Did you ever reconnect? Yeah, now I know my mom. My mom has always been around. We're cool. We're friendly. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daddy's been hitting me up. We're all cordial. (laughs) I got my own life. I try to be like, hey, what's up? Me and my mom are cool. Me and my dad are okay. I don't really know him like that. And yeah. I'm I'm at that age where you're just like I don't want to get to know strangers. We grew yeah. up with other uh, different people, kind of, right? Yeah, and I'm like, eh. and I think I think he knows that he may be feeling more insecure. Oh yeah, it, yeah, because I don't I don't have nothing to prove. He do. What about the deacon? See the deacon. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check in. See Are there foster See parents you had along the way that you're you're tight with? You stay in touch mm, with? I don't really. I know I don't stay in touch with anybody. That was kind of like a. 
I'm I'm terrible at keeping contact, and people sometimes like take it as, oh, you you playing me? I was like, no, I'm just I'm used to that. I'm used to meeting somebody and then never seeing them again. Okay. So I'm very used to being like, hey, we shared this spirit experience. Now see ya. So I don't I don't have contact with any of my foster parents. Yeah, but they are old anyway. I, I mean, know I know like I one person either. from high school still. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And he lives here. It's because oh, like, people you. who live in New York, yeah, I'll stay in the, touch with because like, oh, yeah, is yeah, it is it Weber? No, Weber did went got... to college with Kaplan and my oh, brother. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Shout cool, out, cool. yeah. Weber did not go to Jesuit high school. No, I was in high school in California. Oh, I'm like Jesuit. That sounds gross. That's a weird name. It's a Catholic school. Jill. No, you won't have deacons if it's Catholic. Deacons are only uh, like Baptists. Deacons do a lot of sweating. We had brothers. Yeah, you have brothers. (laughs) And priests. They do a lot of sweating? Yeah. Is this based off the one bass player? (laughs) No, deacons be like, (laughs) we're antiperspirant. Oh, because they get all worked up during their sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They be there. Yeah, they pat themselves on the head. They they always have like sweat towels. Yeah, they have sweat towels, or then they got to pat the priest down. They got to pat the preacher down. <laughs> they gotta like put his robe on him sometimes. Deacon Kaplan. Yeah, Deacon. Deacon. Deacon Do name. that shit, Deacon Kaplan. Deacon Jones. A, a deacon. No. He, deacon Jones was a, de- a defensive lineman. Yeah, in the seventies. He <laughs> wasn't no deacon though. That was his name, <laughs> anyway. Deacon Jones. He probably had a sweat towel. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't know if he played bass. Uh, well, so how about the China tour? How'd you like it? Dude, I had a great time. As uh, I was nervous at first, I thought it was a trick. I'm like, like these white boys trick me into coming into China. Yeah. I'd be stuck at the airport. So you never thought you were gonna go to China, and then they contacted you? Yeah, dude, it was it was great. I had a good time, man. Uh, nah, yeah, the shows were fun. You well, that first one was in Hangzhou. First one was in Hangzhou at uh, Bookworm. Oh no! Th- sorry, that was in Chengdu. You went to the Chengdu. Bookworm. I met up with you in Hangzhou. Yeah, I I did uh, the Bookworm. That shit was fun, and then we went to, the, you met up with me, and then we did the join in that little path, in that little hideaway. Do you know what happened bar? to that place? What happened? Burned down. Oh, I felt it, though. <laughs> For some reason, I felt that coming. I was Why like, this Because pres- they had a, I don't know if you remember, they had, they had a, a fireplace fire in the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had yeah, a fireplace. Yeah, yeah. Somebody lit it. Like the fire, mm-hmm. and then they had no screen or anything, and the the floor was all like old wood. wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was old, like cause they, they took like an old Chinese house and kind of like redid it into like this cool swanky bar. Right. But right. so they still had the original wood floors. Yeah. It just caught and went up in like five minutes. Dude, we performed next to the fireplace, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I then knew we it. took. We... I was like, this place. It just had this. It, it was fun. But it just had this weird vibe to it where I was like, well, everybody this ain't was going like wildly drunk and like yeah. on a bunch of drugs. It felt like it, it, it had that it had that like Cap, that feeling of like an <laughs> orgy down. can happen at any moment. Yes. It had yeah. that orgy feeling where it's just like, oh, orgy. this can turn into a fucking party. Very it's always quickly. this ever happened to you where like you're doing a show and you forget that when you're on stage or you're running the show as I was, you're the only person in the room who's not drinking. Yeah. And so when the show ends. Everyone's had like an hour and a half of pure boozing. Yeah. And then you free, everyone's wasted. You realize right when it ends. You're the only sober one. You're like surrounded by a bunch of hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? And you're yeah. like, I'm going to That was that up. night. That's, what, that's yeah. all I remember. Right when it ended, everyone just comes up and you're like, great show, great show. And then immediately, oh wait, these people are. Oh, they were fucked up. We met, I met so many people out there. We did that one. Then the third one was... Probably in Suzhou, where I live. Right? Suzhou, where you live. That's the comedy club. 
Yeah, and then Shanghai also is a comedy and then, club. Yeah, Shang, that one's a comedy club in Shanghai. And then the, uh, the other one in the back where I did the shots. That was fun. That was Suzhou or Beijing, maybe? No, I know Beijing. That was Suzhou, I think. Okay, yeah. No, oh, what's yeah. the one with the you... building with the hole and shit in it? We were at that, that restaurant, and you were pointing out this building. It was like, and you explained to me that they built holes in the building so ghosts and shit can go through, like, spirits. Oh, yeah. That and was, I was like, uh, boy, Suzhou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzhou. Okay, one okay, in Suzhou, okay. one in Shanghai. Yeah. But Suzhou's where you bought everybody's shots. That was fun, man. I remember. You bought the whole yeah. crowd shots. The whole right? crowd. That's, still talking about it. That yeah, shit was no, lit. Should... They weren't talking about it. No, just just, just booze. <laughs> no, everyone, it's like the best thing to do to get remembered. Dude, that yeah. shit was, it was lit. That's what the people say over here. It was very fun. And then Bookworm ended it, right? In, yeah, in Beijing. In Beijing. Lit. That's a new it. term. Because I, I had to relearn all these terms when I came back. Dude, man. That you're, <laughs> lit, how old are you? 35? Then don't fucking worry about it. I don't. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, who the hell am I trying to talk to yeah, with this language? Only molesters stay up on their <laughs> local slang. And it's like, hey, you want to get lit? Whoever is very. Oh, but he has to. He's a writer. Writers and child molesters. Yeah. Writers and child molesters have to be up on their lingo. China tour was great, man. Thank you for the experience, sir. Sorry, I'm eating back. If I get invited back home, yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, dude. I had a great time, man. All right. Well, and you're going to get your new up to Myanmar, which sounds like a great place to play soon. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I'm going back. To, I'm going doing a full Asia tour in January. Okay. I'm going Vietnam, uh, China, uh, but yeah, Myanmar, which now is like a civil war going yeah, on. It's or something. a bit of a. You're gonna that, go there. You need to laugh. You need uh, ethnic cleansing. Mm-hmm. Way to cure <laughs> yeah. it all. It's a little bit of laughter. It's a good time to laugh. Well, it may be our last time seeing you. <laughs> may go over there. So. I know this is gonna be it. Don't this start get, there. End there. Well, yeah, get your January. t-shirts printed up. Get your <laughs> R.I.P. Turner shirts. Yeah. You gotta send pod. us a good picture. If you, <laughs> if you end up lost in the name of the tour, the R.I.P. Turner tour. Yeah, that, season ending cliffhanger to, to this season of the pod. I is died. You end up missing genocide. Literally lost <laughs> <laughs> forever. Just see you. I, we should start. start. I think people should do side. that when they travel. Just post a picture of themselves like, hey, I'm getting ready to start traveling. Here's a picture to put on some T-shirts if something happened. I'll record a couple last yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You always should be working on your last. You should always be like, It's like the video yeah. message you leave for your yeah. kids. <laughs> 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 when, like, ISIS yeah. is about to chop Chetty, your head when off. you grow up and you grow up. No. I think <laughs> those dads who went after war, they didn't die. They just left. It's yeah. like, I ain't going back home. Oh, dude, some, I've been to some Vietnam. Some Vietnamese hookers mm-hmm. and they're just uh, I've been to Vietnam to do comedy. They're still there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm dead. You see, like seventy-year-old white guys. Yeah, they're like, "You've been here since the war. Yeah. Oh, the war's over." No, we're just like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, he's dead. Hi, he's dead. Philippines too. They got him there. Really? That, that's even longer, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, where to do the news? All right, let's do the news. All right, before we do that, anything? What do you got coming Plug. up? You got shows? Uh when does this air? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. I'm in New York all of this, uh, all of the rest of this month. So. Uh, Go to my website, MonroeMartinComedy.com. I got my dates up there. I post my dates on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which is all Monroe Martin the third, but it's Monroe Martin I I I. Nice. Yeah. 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 So I, I, follow those. Wait, you tour there. everywhere, right? Around the United States? Yeah, I've been I've been everywhere, man. Uh did yeah. you cause here's but I came back like right after the uh or no, right before the election. Yeah. Not to get too political. Oh man, I definitely slowed it down after Trump wins because I don't wanna some right now it's also the perfect time to be doing the road as a black comic, but also like 
you got to just be a little cautious because people are open about their president. And if you go up there and start talking about Trump, they will physically fuck you up, try to fight you. Really? Oh, hell yeah. You had anything happen? Nah, I can beat a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I'm trying to, I try to walk away. But, um, sorry. But, yeah, but right now is a good time because you got those people who are open about it. And then you got, so, you got people who are so hurt by it. That they just wanna, they wanna laugh at it, so they'll go with this desperate, like, please make fun of it, so I know I'm not alone. Yeah, but I like it's also like if you, it, it. I mean, I haven't done much outside of Northeast in the last whatever six months. Or yeah, but it seems like people also there's a sense of just like depressed about it. Oh yeah, like sometimes yeah, yeah. you bring it up and everyone's like, ugh. Yeah, the, those usually are white people. They're the only, Yo, 100% ones, they're yeah. white people. They're the only ones that are really depressed about the the way this shit turned right. out. Yeah. We're like, we knew that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna ask. Exactly. <laughs> Did you see it like, coming from shit touring? Was bad before. I mean. Did I see I mean? it coming from touring? No. I, I, some comics. I, I I don't know much about politics, but. Uh, I I truly thought Hillary was going to win, and then somebody broke it down to me. They were like, no, that's why they chose her, because they knew she wasn't going to beat Trump, Trump, because if Bernie would have won uh, the uh, the Democratic uh, whatever the thing, party, party, <laughs> party then he would have definitely beat Trump. So they were like, nope. What, no one this is the second time Hillary lost to first She's ever. She she lost against Obama, who you know. No like, one had ever heard of Obama like a exactly. year before. No and one thought it could lost, be a black president, and then Hillary. And then she lost no to a, crazy, yeah. <laughs> No one thought a crazy lunatic could be president. And, and then she lost to a reality star. Yeah. Like that's reality what star. it is. He's, he's a reality star. Yeah. He's more of a reality star than a businessman. On paper, those should be the two easiest people to beat. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy, but uh, certain places you go, like when you go to the places who voted for him. Believe it or not, they're the best places to perform at. Because those yeah. people don't come out to your shows, right? It's Definitely. not even that those, but yet yeah, those people don't really come out to the shows. But when they do, they the, I feel like conservatives are so comfortable with making fun of everybody. Yeah, they don't true. give a fuck. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. They only they only talk about being PC. Only people to argue PC is uh, super liberals. Yeah, but conservatives they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, hey, everybody's getting made fun of, you know? But Plus, those, they won. Who gives a shit? Yeah, super liberals. <laughs> those super liberals oh. are like, no, don't don't talk about that. It's too Everything is too soon with, like, super liberals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, do something instead of complain. Like, start a foundation or something. Yeah, shit. don't go to a comedy club and groan. Those people like, annoy me. I always just get, like, when people go, when people, like, start to get on each other and they're like, don't make fun of that, I'll go... Oh, do you run like any charities, any foundations? Are you are you giving back directly? Well, no, no, shut the fuck up. I was I like, you're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. That show we change. did a few yeah. weeks ago. You would, it was like the day after Charlottesville. Yeah, and I remember we were talking in the back about yeah. like, tiki torches and stuff. And then I went straight up you on went the stage and started talking about it. And there were so many people who were like, oh. And it's like, but what it is it like? I feel like when am I supposed to talk to about it? When everybody's comfortable with it, and then when everybody's comfortable with it, it's not fun anymore. Yeah, exactly. You got to talk about it when this shit is uncomfortable. I'm 
I'm still shaking, but I used to love tiki torches. Like I, used to oh, you can't buy a tiki torch no more. You look like the primary. Dude. If I see you with a tiki torch, I'm well, like he racist. I know. I gotta, I, I gotta I come out with my cap. I'm wearing polo today. So, but it's the way he got the cargo shorts on with the goddamn Lacoste shirt. Yeah. Those guys, yeah, they culturally appropriated tiki torches. Oh my god, white people, dude, man. Because we had already taken them from Hawaii. White people can't buy rope no more. Tiki torches. Rope, white people, I never. White sheets are ruined. They painted yeah. us into a corner, man. Exactly. Y'all can't. Uh, I'm sorry, can't man. Can't do anything. Could buy it online, at least. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> you put it on, on an Amazon cart of tiki torches, ropes. Yeah. Oh, they jail. just, like, send you Yeah. Oh, they definitely the will start looking That's like. That's the new, like, you know how when people people get flagged when they buy, like, like uh, Sudafed, fertilizer, fertilizer, fertilizer yes. and all that stuff to make, like, a bomb, yeah. whatever? Now it's just tiki torches. Now right? tiki torches. You're going to get a survey. What are you planning on doing? Are you having a luau? <laughs> 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 but you got to talk about things when they're uncomfortable. The only important thing is you got to you got to find the funny in it quick. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like if you can't find the funny in it, then there's no point in saying it. You got to find out what's interesting and what's funny about it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just go on stage and they're they're so eager to talk about it, but they don't even have a genuine angle yet. Kind of need a joke. You're like, what's your <laughs> what's your angle? I try to not talk about shit unless I have an angle. Yeah. And there's like things that happen now. I'm just like. It didn't move me. I don't feel comp- I don't feel like compelled to really speak about it, so I'm not going to joke about it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember somebody said to me they were like some comic they're like I don't want to make them laugh. I want to make them think. Nah, be and a I was fucking like, well, you teacher. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, Comedy's be kind a of about teacher. About making them laugh. Yeah. That's the, at the end of the day, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can go up there and and isolate an entire race of people and call everybody racist slurs, but if it's funny, then it's like, "All right, <laughs> That was like the whole what is it the dude from Seinfeld thing? Oh Kramer. He wasn't funny. He had no angle. If he it was just like the N-word around on stage. Because every you can see the audience like, okay. Yeah. Where's the joke? He's yeah. a nigger, but uh punchline is like, oh, he's just racist. Well also, yeah, you're on a comedy stage, you're in the laugh factory. Yeah. Like, because they let if you listen the joke. If you watch he was a comic video. until that happened. I, I don't know if he was. He just got his office a comic. Yeah. He clearly was out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, when I started off, this was okay. This flew. I don't yeah. know. You can uh, see it in the audience. Like, the audience laughed the first two times he said it. And they was like, yeah. <laughs> right. And then somebody was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> By the third <laughs> one. Out. Yeah, they was like, holy shit, this isn't a comedy show. Yeah. There's no punchline. Yeah, we'll get him on the pod to discuss. Right. Well, yeah, that'll be, we'll get Kramer on. <laughs> Episode 100. We'll get Kramer and talk about it. All right, let's get to the news. Yeah. Get to the news. Of the week. This comes to us from the Shanghaiest. My favorite. In Shanghai. Oh, you're doing Chinese news. We're doing world news. <laughs> we do. This comes from all around the world. <laughs> it's like BBC. Yeah, Chinese. We are, BBC. <laughs> we are the BBC of, the po- of podcasting. Okay. Chinese woman gives birth on the street, picks up her newborn baby and groceries, and walks back home. Sounds like a G. She's a G. Yeah. That sounds like a G thing to do. What does that mean? It's like <laughs> a, gangster. a gangster. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, you really are super He's Jewish. Got a tiki torch. <laughs> they don't got no tiki torch. 
<laughs> he got it. He got it for mosquitoes. That's the only reason. Yeah. Oh. Uh, What's okay. a G? Why well, did that was so that is a thing to do? Like that's a. Is that? Is that? I don't know. That, that's just super gangster. <laughs> just like a hardcore move. To squat down. Had a baby. There's a video we can put on our website. She had. She had a baby on the street. She was walking home. Had a, uh, felt she was gonna have a baby. Felt her water break. Right. These guys came out from a shop. They put a piece of cardboard underneath her. All right. She had the kid. Picked up the kid and kept walking home. Was she standing up the whole time? No, she sat down on the cardboard. And has she mm. has she written like a long like blog about it? Like, <laughs> no. Then, all right, no. so because that's if it was a white woman, that's <laughs> like a saying, white like, woman would have been like, how it changed her life. This would have been how it changed my life thing. And yeah, it be a birth, this birth story. Women, are, white women are really. She'd into be birth on the stories. View this right would now. Have, this would have yeah. won yeah. some sort of like Emmy. Yeah, she'd be so mad because her doula or midwife that she's hired for this like natural birth thing wasn't around. Yeah, and, you're like, right. She did it without her. I had to do it myself. Not even in her bathtub. She names the baby after the street it was born on. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows you, like, because I, when we, the first time we had, when Teddy was born, we did, like, classes on birthing, which I think is another really white thing to do. Oh, you got a kid? Yeah, I have two. Oh, Second wow. Second time around, you time with that shit, because you're like. You don't need to be a foster parent. You got your hands Yeah, but warm. I'm telling I could use some extra money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, ka-ching, billion dollar idea. Just bring some kids over. And we'll stick them in the. We have like a like. I have a nice bathroom actually. It's got a view. Who does that? Stick them in a closet. In the bathroom. Got a view with a window. There you Dude. go. Trying to find a place. Hilarious. So yeah, I don't know, but birth. Uh, so what did you guys do to prepare for your for Teddy? We did like like birthing class. We'd go and you have to like like this. I'm, I'm sure that's it. not cheap. Uh, no, yeah, that costs money. We had like a doula. <laughs> we did La Mas. I it was not. Look, I feel I like my eyes is like out. That's like that's, yeah, that's like what my parents did, like breathing or like stretching or what do they do? I don't so, know. Are, are you any of your any of y'all parents are alive? Like your parents or her parents? Yeah, my parents are both she, our parents. All our parents. She couldn't just add, you had to pay somebody to teach you how to give birth because it went to your mom. Yeah, you could have gone to a How you doing? She was like, open them legs up. She just like, she like, open them legs. Yeah, this is how you push. Yeah, get a, get a very, piece of cardboard. In New York, it's mm-hmm. very like trendy to have a natural birth. And so you take classes about it and you do all these things. And in China, you just walk down the street and it's a baby great. falls out and you get, go get your groceries. Well, it's also. And it's hard to carry your groceries. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and you had a natural money. birth? No, and then we didn't even have one. We had complicated. It didn't even work out. Had Plus, you're saving money. And you thought Obamacare was cheap. This is just a, a piece of cardboard. Yeah, because having a if you, if that <laughs> if you walked into an American hospital and the baby fell out in the waiting room, you get like a ten thousand dollar bill. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But if you do it outside. They like, you better take that baby on the other side of them doors. In the video, <laughs> there's a guy with like a welding mask, like welding next to her. He just lifts up the mask and then goes and helps her, and then goes back to welding. That, that is should, hilarious. Did she take insurance, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> just there. But that's like the Chinese. Y'all just, they just work. They just get it done. Just get back to work. They were working in the rain that day when I was in China, and they were building a skyscraper, and they was pouring down rain, and they're out there yeah. drilling and shit. Yeah, 24 oh, yeah. hours a day. Yeah, they're like, we don't go fuck. Yeah. Oh, somebody had a baby. Let's help them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wipe their hands. Back to work. Back to work. Mm-hmm. Next really. story. This comes from NBC New York. We're going all over the world. <laughs> a security guard named Larry Brooks stole $100,000 in cash in his first day on the job at Cash Vault and Transport Company in uh, here in New, uh, in New Jersey. In Connecticut, sure, I think. For him, because he wasn't making $100,000 a year anyway. But Yeah, but he took it on the first day. He got caught. Fairfield Police says the 19-year-old was caught on the company's surveillance cameras. You got to work there longer to figure I, out where the cameras that takes are. That some balls that to do it in day one, not to even like waste time building up confidence. 
Hopefully, he'll be good. If he actually took more, but they only caught him with $100,000. Well, they said they've only gotten back 86000 so he did he something. He spent fourteen grand in one, like, a good minute, in like an hour. <laughs> good for him. He is balled out. I'm pretty sure it's all in a strip club. Yeah. Yeah, probably down to scores or something. That's he only gives like an offshore account. He put it into fuck no. What's his name? Larry Brooks. Yeah, Larry Brooks. As a nineteen-year-old knew how to, like cash, I didn't even think that. Dude. Here's the thing: I'm very experienced, not at stealing, but at having people steal from me. Yeah, mm-hmm. ice but cream business. Ice cream business. Hundred grand you'd keep under the uh, under the vanilla. And there's two 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 different <laughs> ways people did it. One, it took a while. So the guys who were smart about it, they would take money, like they would sell, like say a thousand cones that day. Mm-hmm. Out of the thousand. They would keep the money. They would pocket the money on like twenty. Yeah. So they get like fifty bucks, seventy five yeah. bucks. And it adds but up. But they do that a day. It yeah. adds up. Right. It's a better way to get away with it. And it took me way. a while to catch those guys, Larry yeah. Brooks. And they weren't doing it on their first day either. Yeah. You act like you're a good yeah, employee some confidence for at least a little while. Alone, yeah. The guy who's the idiot, one guy. Just... Larry stole it immediately after the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just went from the job mm-hmm. interview right into the vault. Because <laughs> he got hired. He was yeah. like, good. Yeah. He's like, which <laughs> way is the bathroom? And yeah. can, th- does these keys also have the vault uh-huh. uh, lock on them? I mean, he should have become a foster parent. I don't but know. the guy who's the idiot for us, I think similar to Larry Brooks, Instead of just doing it like that, taking a little every day, he took a hammer and threw it through our window in the middle of the <laughs> night, busted in and stole. Wait, why a, did he break into his own truck? Does he have the keys or something? He broke into the warehouse and oh. stole a um, safe. Oh. But, like, also. Wait, could you open the safe then? How'd you know it was him? Did he show up to work the next day? It was, yeah. We sh- No, he didn't <laughs> he show up. He showed up with the safe. It's like, what's the combination, guys? Well, I don't we had <laughs> three security cameras. All he had over it, he put, like, his jacket. Over his head when he came in. Yeah. But all the other guys were short, fat guys. He was the only tall, skinny guy. So you could see his body. You knew, so you knew what his jacket looked like? Plus, it was his jacket he wore to work every day. <laughs> so it's like super odd. The, the, the secretary solved the crime by the time I got there. She got there at like 7.55 in the morning. Yeah. I came at 8. Within that five minutes, yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, uh, like Kevin or whatever, like his English. He, he, stole, uh, he stole a safe last night. I'm like, how do you know? She's like, here, watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> and then did y'all confront him? We called the police. They came. They looked at the video. They went to his house. He admitted it. He was like, yeah, I stole it. Me, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't you say once in China, then you just get off if you just admit what you did was wrong and say you're sorry? No, did the other apologize? guys, the other guys we caught stealing, they just had to say they were sorry because they stole a truck but returned it. Right. This guy went to jail for six months. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Why did they return it? Uh, they stole it. Cause one guy, we fired him. And much like uh, Larry, <laughs> he just we, I forgot to take his keys away. When I fired him, yeah. So he was like harassing women in the office, or whatever. So I was like, "Hey, you're fired." And he's like, "All right, I gotta go to the bathroom." And then he just got in the car and just <laughs> drove it off the ice cream truck. Just started driving through the city in the ice cream <laughs> truck. Speed chase, like we <laughs> talked about. The ice cream. Yeah, yeah, low speed. Like it was, it was like an OJ chase, <laughs> like a forty mile an hour. Because the ice cream he's truck tops out at like forty five. That's so funny. And so it was a chase, or he just returned it. Uh, so, no, but we had his cell phone number. So I called the police. They called his cell phone, and they're like, hey, you're, and he answered his phone. Like, oh, police? Like, yeah, I'll answer. 911? Sure. What could this so be about? And they're like, you got to return the truck. So he brought it back. But then they just made him apologize. That was his. And you his couldn't law. press charges? No, the police came, and I was like, That's how a- do I, what do I do here? And he was like, oh, the pl- police officer's like, I'll take care of it. And I'm like, oh, he's going to like just get out of nightstick and start beating this dude <laughs> no, or something. No, he was like, say sorry. Was yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's all he did. He went over and he was like, I, to- I, to- I asked the guy to apologize. And, uh- oh, no, he said no. He, wouldn't- he didn't apologize, but he-, he would agree to quit, like be fired. 
Wait, what about reimbursing you for the gas or something? I don't nah, know. Nah, come on. That's so funny. He was that bold. He was oh, like, I'm not crap. apologizing, but you can fire that me. That was it. We didn't even get all our money back from the guy who stole the safe. Why didn't he apologize? What was so hard about apologizing? Just, uh, he just, foolish pride, I guess. I was like, know. I'm not saying <laughs> shit. But the guy who stole the safe, after he was in jail for three months, his uh, family came and was like, we didn't get our money back. And then after three months, uh, they came or the the police came and they were like, "Oh, the families asked us. There's a rule in China: if you agree to let him out early, like you're the victim, I guess. If you agree to let him out early, then he can be out now. And the family wants him out now. I'm like, all right, I'll agree to let him out if he'll pay us back the money he stole. And then the cops like, I'll go ask the family. That seems like a good deal. Ask the family. The family said no. So we just they're like, we're not giving you back the money. We'll let him stay in. So he had to stay in three more months. He stole like five thousand dollars. Hey, like that? That's how much his that's life was worth. Yeah. Yeah. They literally did the math. They was like, <laughs> he can do three more months. Three more he can do yeah, five thousand dollars. He was probably like a career criminal. Like they're like, he's gonna go back in anyway. Dude, that's hilarious. So just let him chill. That is a show, dude. <laughs> show. There's, your, there's our oh, the movie. Another movie. That's idea. our. That's episode. We're one. gonna crowdsource that movie, dude. That's a straight to Netflix uh, short movie thing. That shit is funny. Directed All right, last story. This is from the Global Times. In China, which is like the USA Today. Okay. It's like a major newspaper in China. Global Times. This is a headline. The black community in China counters the myth. <laughs> There's a black community in China? <laughs> There's a couple people. Okay. Uh, it was, Did you, I add to the black was, community? You, yeah, you took a picture of you when you were there. You doubled it. There was like, what? Well, we got one. I'm like, I'm Stuff not from here. It don't matter. Too late. No <laughs> yeah, Arbery. Um, I'm probably on brochures. So it says... The black community in China counters the myth about their ability ability to withstand heat waves. <laughs> I didn't know that was our ability. Apparently, yeah, in sweet. China, the idea Chinese people have an idea that uh, like this summer there was a big heat wave in China, and everyone was posting online that uh, they knew some black people, and they were so jealous because the black people weren't going to get as hot as them during the heat wave. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, I thought Chinese people were smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. That's like, yeah. You know how many black people die of heat strokes a year? Yeah, I, I think, I don't know if Chinese people do. So Jerry Kamawa, who's a master's degree student from Kenya who lives in China, she said, uh, they interviewed her, and she says that Chinese people, um, they think we can withstand a lot of heat, which is not true. I get asked every time I go into a taxi, I'll be like, oh, it's really hot outside. And the driver will be like, yeah, although you're used to the heat. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny, yo. Apparently it's a common occurrence for her. <laughs> I feel like you could turn this is some kind of superpower though. I mean that if you met somebody from like the Middle East that would make you know sense, you'd be like, Oh, we're used to you know, but that doesn't Well there I think their reasoning is that we got dark skin, skin, skin yeah. African and Africa is in the heat. Yeah, I guess that's it. So but they're it, probably like, you can do it as you black. Well so they then they have to have this you... doctor, Ju Hua Dong. Ju? What? Z-H-U. Oh, mm -hmm. Settle down. <laughs> He's a doctor at Peking Union Medical College Hospital. So he had to come out, and he says there's no accurate statistics proving that the body's ability to cope with heat varies among different races. That's so funny. He probably was so annoyed. <laughs> He's, like, so frustrated. He didn't even put his pants on. He was just like, <laughs> I got to make this comment. They don't. They're not magic, okay? And just this went is back. like their version of the USA. It's a major newspaper. Oh, my God. Uh, he was so annoyed. It's good They're probably asking record. him, and he's just like, no. oh, my God. It's just like a thing that people just, like, an urban legend. And well, like I'd say billion-dollar like, ideas. We could start selling. Like, there's got to be some way to capitalize on this. 
I mean, if I was black and living in China and they thought that, I would have already had a line of skincare products. I was going to say, cream that makes your skin I, darker? I would have had lotion that yeah. just makes you darker and like tanning oil, but call it like Monroe's Magic Lotion. <laughs> and then it would be like, bro, yeah. be able to withstand heat temperatures up to 120. Just like just me. have little Asians <laughs> dying in the sun. I mean, you know, like. And then you just sitting there like drinking a pina colada. Cha-ching, cha Billion dollar Everyone idea. around you is like dying. No, they're just dead. And I'm just, yo, I'm about to go over there. I swear if that doctor didn't say that shit, that scientist. Oh, I'd I don't been think over there. read that story. I would have been. Yeah, I'm going still believe it, I'm sure. We got to film a commercial. Put it out over there. They're on like a, it's like I have like a five-year-old. I was like saying it. Like I was explaining to where sun, you get like tanner from this. I was explaining how the sun makes you tanner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so the sun will make me like my his, his a friend who's black. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it doesn't really work that way. Like, yeah, no, so you got to be in the sun for like a, a long time. The Chinese population apparently. Yeah, you're probably just, you don't even think you get high. I will say, because my wife will get mad. This is not all Chinese people. This is certain, I'm sure like. But your wife is right. Russian, I thought. That's Andy. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> that's that's why most people think we're the same person. That's, my wife's Chinese. She's from Suzhou. Okay. But it is the amount of people out here who I'm like, when they get to know, like, m- comics I meet out here, they get to know me, they're like, wait, you did the ch- comic club in China? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I met you last summer, but you were like, you had a, a white mustache and a beard and you were Australian. I'm that's like, that's a, a different guy. Yeah. <laughs> you are from an entirely different place. Yeah. That's so funny. Remember that, that, it doesn't have to work. Like that's actually, what I'm it saying. Work to be cool. Then power balance those uh, wristbands. They said that like you worked out yeah. with them because it made your. Uh, that was a whole scam a few years it ago. It was all that fake. To China too. That was in America. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I'm that. saying that was in America. The Sacramento Kings, like their arena, was power yeah, balance. I knew people arena. who would wear those, and I'd just be like, that, those guys suckers. made billions Every, of dollars. And it was like, man, this shit don't work. We it don't was care. witchcraft. It balances you out. I didn't even know what I meant. It didn't. Is that power balances the the metal? It's not the metal metal bracelets. It's not the brass ones. It was the like the they were like rubber almost. Yeah, they had no. They claim that it, it controlled your pulse, which somehow balanced you and made you like a better athlete or something. Yeah, but like people Man. would wear them all in the street. Like you'd see people walking around in them. Everyone like, loves it. Like, it. And everybody good. just like dum dums. Like I'm a better <laughs> yeah. athlete now. Yeah. No, you're not. That's what we need, dum dums. That's what we, I'm telling you. Let's go over there. Let's put some some like black ink and lotion. Great idea. And then have them rub it on their faces. They'll be all of China will be in blackface. Good picture. <laughs> <laughs> they all be in blackface. Monroe's magic lotion. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's the podcast, Monroe. Thanks for doing it, dude. Thank you for having me, man. This was great. This was episode fun. fifty in the books. Woo! Maybe 50 they said one. it couldn't be done. They said 50. we couldn't make it. Who, who said you couldn't make we it? We have not been canceled. We have been canceled by the. Wait, who are you going to get canceled if by? If we get to hundred, we get to syndication. So we're excited. We're <laughs> but it's a podcast. Podcast. It's already syndication. Reruns <laughs> of this podcast. Oh, sorry. No one is can't. Ikram hasn't canceled us. Int hasn't canceled us. But we're gonna cancel us right now. Cap, what should we do? I'm gonna go buy some bands for my my kids' soccer team, make them better athletes, and then I'm gonna get lost. Get lost. All right.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.